0: Good morning, everybody. Um, I hope you're all all well. Um, It's great to be able to share together this morning um, as we gather around God's word. And we're so grateful for the technology that allows us to do that. Um, Of course, we're not in church today. And I was thinking about that um, just recently. And just, you know, the church is you and me. We're scattered in Baston Hill, in Shrewsbury, in Shropshire. beyond. Uh, We're not just confined to the building Um, although of course we long to see each other again and um, really really looking forward to that whenever that will be. So you're really welcome this morning. Uh, My name is Sarah Birchall. I'm one of the wardens at the church. I'm actually recording this on Saturday morning because I'm going to be working um, when you uh, hear this on Sunday morning. So um, really, really glad to to gather together and and if you're visiting us and not part of our church, you're really welcome to. Um, And we're going to have a a lovely time together, I'm sure, this morning. Um, Our um, thoughts and prayers are going to be interspersed with some YouTube clips with songs that we probably know um, and the words will be up on the screen so that you can join in if you'd like to. Um, and uh, Margaret Headley will be bringing the Bible reading to us live, and Rachel will be preaching to us live. So um, we're really looking forward to hearing that. So before we begin, um, shall we just pray together? Father, we bless you for the technology that there is here um, to, to do this, and Lord, thank you that your presence is the same wherever we are. And Father, we pray that uh, we would be blessed by you as we sing the songs and and join the prayers and hear Rachel and gather round your word. Father, we thank you for this opportunity. I ask for your blessing upon us in jesus name. Amen um, Oh, and before we do start, a couple of notices because church wouldn't be church without notices. Um, And I haven't checked these out with Peter, so I hope he doesn't mind. I'm I'm sure he won't. I just wanted to say thank you um, to so many people who are contributing to Thought for the Day um, that comes out so faithfully every day and uh, is so good. Thanks. It's a real encouragement to us and um, helps to keep us bound together. um, So that's really good, too. Spring Harvest. Um, I don't know if any of you have accessed any of the um, sessions that have been on YouTube this past week. I think they're going to be um, up until the end of April. And just to say, I found them so helpful, inspiring, encouraging, um, and all the rest of it. Um, I've listened to the devotional um, sessions in the morning, which are about 20 minutes with Pete Greg, and then somebody just leading worship. And they have been absolutely lovely. Um, the evening sessions have been good too and there's a, a huge amount of material we can access so if you want to do that then go onto YouTube subscribe to Spring Harvest Home I think it is you have to sort it out but it's easy enough if I could do it um, and so I just really recommend that because we've all got time um, and it's good to, to feed on the, on the living word in the, in the days that we're in isn't it? okay Um, We're going to start with a a song this morning by um, Pete Townend, Beautiful Saviour, and the words will be up on the screen, and then that will be followed by our confessional prayer. We're going to pray together now as part of our confessional prayer this morning. So please bow your heads and join me in prayer. Father, we thank you for your presence with us every day, every hour, every moment. And Lord, as we come to you again, we are um, aware of the times when we have failed you this week. And Father, we bring those things before you. And just lay them at your feet and at the foot of the cross this morning, knowing that you have died for our sin and that you banish that as far as the east is from the west. And Lord, we bless you for the reality of the risen Christ that makes that possible for us. And I'm just going to read a few verses from Psalm uh, 91. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of our salvation and make me willing to obey you. Unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you. And Father, we bless you for those words. Uh, from the Old Testament. And because of your life, Lord, we bring them to you and uh, say them again, knowing for, y- for your complete forgiveness and freedom and mercy. Amen. Okay, we're going to have um, a new song now, a song of reflection. Um, it's I found it this week. um on the internet and I thought it was lovely. Um, It's a very simple song and you can either listen and reflect and pray or you can join in using the words on the screen.
1: of the risen Christ.
0: And now please join me as we um, bring our intercessions uh, before the Lord. Um, And we're grateful that um, this is what he told us to do, if any of you lack wisdom or have need, um, to come to the Heavenly Father. So please join me in praying now. Father, we come to you and we bring you our world, uh, a world that has turned upside down um, in, in a very, very short time. And Father, we pray for governments around the world making big decisions uh, where lives depend on on them. And Father, we ask for your grace and your mercy, for your leadership, for your wisdom for those people um, who are in government over us. And pray that you would give them grace um, and uh, that you would lead them. And Father, we pray for our own country. Lord, we pray for Boris Johnson and we pray that, Lord, you would put your healing hands upon him, that he might know increased um, health and strength. And Lord, um, he is our leader and we pray for him um, as he makes those serious um, decisions and, um, and Lord, his government as he, he leads his cabinet. Lord, bless those men and women who are seeking to do the right thing. And uh, Lord, give them wisdom, uh, we pray. And Lord, we pray centrally too for our own town of Shrewsbury. Lord, we pray for the hospitals. Um, And Lord, we pray and thank you for those who who really are laying their lives on the line and working um, for you. Lord we remember people we know. Lord we pray for Amy Farrow this morning as she's working at New Cross Hospital in Wolverhampton. Lord we pray for your blessing upon her. Pray for your courage and leadership to her um, as she's working in ITU. And um, Father we pray for all uh, all our family members from our church. Lord We're all in very different situations, but you are the same God and that you can minister to us in the ways that that we all need individually. Lord, we pray for those who are alone and pray that you will sustain them. Lord, we pray for those people who are ill or whose family members are ill. Lord, may they know your comfort today. May they know your healing. And Father, we pray in these days, Lord, that we would be obedient to your Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray that you would move in this upside down world that we're now living in. Lord, we pray that uh, you will bring to mind uh, um, and to life the words that you have spoken as of old. And Lord, that people would turn to you, that they would bless you and know their salvation in you. Father, I want to pray for Rachel Carrick in Nepal, um, up in Tansen, who's bearing so much responsibility um, just now. And Father, pray for Herbert, her father, who is still with her because he's been ab- unable to come home. Lord, may they be able to rejoice in you today. And um, Father, again, put your leadership and counsel upon Rachel as she leads um that team there in a very difficult situation. And uh, Lord, um, may you bless the church in Tansen too. uh, Lord, as it shines out amongst all the sort of superstition that's around. Lord, that you'd bring people to yourself through Rachel, through that church. So Lord, be with us. Be with us in this coming week. Lord, may we hear your voice. May we bless you. And um, Lord... May we know you every day and get to know you deeper um, as we have more time. And Lord, we bring these things before you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Um, Now we're going to have um, Margaret to bring us our reading this morning.
2: <laughs> the reading this morning is taken from John chapter 20 and beginning to read at verse 19. On the evening of that first day of the week when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jews Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Now, Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe it. A week later, his disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them. Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples which are not recorded in this book. But these are written, that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God.
3: Good morning. Thank you for joining us from wherever you are sitting. Earlier this week, I ha- I heard that it was, go to work in your pajamas day. I did however, decide to get dressed properly for you this morning. Last week, wherever you sat to listen to the Easter service, whatever time of day you tuned in, whether you were in your pajamas or your Sunday best, I hope that you declared, and you declared it loud, Alleluia, Christ is risen, he is risen indeed, Alleluia. I love the feeling of joy that comes from that bold acclamation, the praise to God that what was dead can be alive. That first Easter day was the start of something huge, and the Easter message is, for each of us, the start of something life-changing, too, if we let it. Yet, here the disciples are, still locked away because of fear. They have heard the mind-blowing news. Mary Magdalene had told them, she had seen the Lord, yet her, her declaration doesn't appear to have made a difference to their actions they have come up against the impossible. And despite Mary's testimony that Jesus is risen, they have still decided not to believe. Or as yet, they can't quite get their heads around what it means to believe in the impossible. Despite the fact that they've seen miracles of healing, despite the fact that they were there when Lazarus, the dead man, exited his tomb, This latest miracle just seems that one step too far. And many of us, myself included, like to base our life on facts. And the fact for the disciples is that the world outside their door is a scary place. The world outside is full of the unknown, whereas inside they know and they trust one another. They can support one another in their mutual feelings of loss and confusion. And I wonder if you can empathise with the disciples at the moment. What is the world outside your door? Is it a scary place? Not with Roman soldiers or Jewish leaders, but unseen germs. At the start of the year, it would have seemed impossible that on a sunny Easter bank holiday weekend, we would be kept in. Yet last weekend, that impossibility became a reality. I remember listening to the news unfurling about life in lockdown in China back in January and hearing the news presenters muse about whether such drastic measures would be possible in the UK. Yet here we are, Facing the seemingly impossible. No visiting someone for coffee. No sharing communion in church. On Friday, I celebrated my friend's 40th birthday with an online Zoom party. The impossible has happened. The Messiah dying on the cross seemed impossible. Why would the saviour of the world die in such a barbaric way? the impossible happened. Some things seem impossible. They are outside our comprehension. They are outside of our normal expectations for life. And so we rightly call them impossible. Yet, as we are realizing, the impossible keeps happening. The disciples were locked inside and were scared. They couldn't believe the impossible. And many of us are shut away, unable to believe that the impossible is happening. Not everyone is fearful, but many are. But the impossible has happened and is happening. We hear of the disciples' fear, and then the impossible happens once more. Jesus stepped into the disciples' reality. Jesus came into that locked room. He stood among them and said, peace be with you. And I believe Jesus is doing the same today. Jesus can enter into your locked rooms. He can enter into your house that is empty of visitors and he can offer peace. The possibility of the impossible isn't just the story of Easter. It's the story of Jesus. Jesus. Jesus is always stepping through our locked doors of impossibility, from a virgin birth to life after death. That's the good news of his gospel, and that's the good news the gospel writer wants to share with us. These are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. This good news is ours, and it's ours to share with the world. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Can we too join in with being overwhelmed with joy, despite our circumstances? I believe that if we welcome Jesus in, we can. We can't let Easter Sunday and the resurrection be a a once-a-year thing. Believing in the miraculous, believing the impossible, is life-changing and continuous. How has and is the Easter narrative changing you? I wonder, one week after Easter, what has Christ's resurrection done for us, done for you? Is your life different? Do you see and engage with the world in new ways? What difference has the empty tomb made in your life over the last week? Of course, some things can't change. Obedience to staying in is something that we do out of our love for others. We might want to go out, but we can't risk making others ill and stretching the NHS services. Yet despite not being able to change our own locked door situation, Jesus can still enter in and say, peace be with you. No matter how long you have been a Christian for, don't forget that the resurrection is a big deal. The empty tomb was a life-changing event for Mary, then the disciples in the locked room, and us today too. And things often take time. There isn't always a Damascus Road experience, and we shouldn't berate ourselves if we woke up Easter Monday and acted the same as usual. The impact of the resurrection can take time to work through us and change us. In this gospel version of events, Jesus breathed the Holy Spirit on them. It was gentle, not as dramatic as Luke's Pentecost in the book of Acts, but still it enacted a change in them. Things don't always have to come with flames of fire. And one of the wonderful things about this gospel passage today is the realism, as well as the fear, followed by joy. We have unbelief. Poor Thomas forever to be known as Doubting Thomas. When in fact, once he had encountered Jesus, he confesses, my Lord and my God. Encountering Jesus changed him. He started from a place of disbelief. A risen Christ seemed impossible, yet he is changed by his encounter. And we all start from different places, different abilities to believe in the impossible. We might feel close to God or distant, but wherever your starting point, an encounter with Jesus is possible. Jesus steps into our houses through the locked doors and breathes peace and life into us. He breathes peace and hope into us. He breathes peace and courage into us. Wherever you are sitting now, Take a deep breath. Let it fill and enliven you. Let that breath give you hope, courage and strength to face the impossible. Let's go to that place of impossibility in our life. That is where Jesus is showing up. That is where he is breathing peace. That is where new life is beginning. And that is where I want to be. I'm going to end this talk with a short prayer for us all. And it's a prayer taken from one of the night blessings of Spring Harvest at Home. May the life-giving presence of Christ flow through you to those around you. May you remember that you carry the presence and power of God wherever you go. May the love and the hope of God be seen in all the small and ordinary things you do and in the unexpected and miraculous manifestations of his mercy. May you be a herald of hope. Amen. And as we come to the conclusion of our service today and reflect on the power of Jesus in our lives, we can listen or sing along to the song In Christ Alone.
1: alone who took on flesh, fullness of God in helpless faith. This gift of love and righteousness scorned by the ones He came to save. Till on the cross as Jesus died the wrath of God was satisfied for every In the death of Christ I live blood of Christ. No guilt in life, no fear in death. This is the power of. me home here in the part of Christ I'll stand
0: thank you as we come to the end of our time together um, I'm going to pray a blessing upon us all And the blessing is from 1 Thessalonians. Now, may the God of peace himself sanctify us completely and may our whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Father, we thank you for this time and know that you walk with us this week. Amen.